Hello, everyone. This is Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets, the podcast. Join us as we reveal how you can become the master of your reality. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Jaco with Unleashing Intuition Secrets. Joined once again by Ishmael Perez. We're going to have a great time. He always brings in great information. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, let me give you a little brief uh, background on Ishmael. Ishmael discovered his ancient mystical powers as a young immigrant child when he began to use telekinesis. Before he could fully embrace his role as a cosmic ambassador, Ishmael went through a dark night of the soul that led him to discover his true life purpose as a divine starseed from Lyra constellation. Able to channel celestial downloads from distant star systems and multi-dimensions, Ishmael spends his time as a galactic historian teaching classes on starseed cosmology. He is the author of the acclaimed book, Our Cosmic Origin. Highly recommend that. Ishmael, thanks for joining us again. It's a pleasure to be here, my brother. And by the way, I love your background. Oh, thank you. Yeah. That's real. And, right? and I, I wore my uh, lion shirt for you. Thanks. <laughs> the yeah, lion shirt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I love your background, too. It's very, uh, very beautiful. Thank you. I, I thought I switched it every now and then. Yeah, very good. Very good. All right. So what what's the latest? Uh, there's so much going on in the world. I mean, we could jump into every area. What what's I, I, I watch a lot of your shows. You're on uh, with everybody these days, of course. Uh, every everyone loves you. It's been it's been really uh, great reception for you. I, I, I'm I'm glad because you're you're the real deal. Uh, people are still discovering you. But uh, what what's what's the latest? What are you looking at these days? Well, things are progressing as far as like the victory of the lights, the liberation of humanity on the earth. Um, it seems like externally things are getting worse. You know, of course, fake news and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But uh, from behind the scenes, oh, my God, things are actually in favor of humanity's liberation. The forces of light have already crippled the cabal to the point where they are running, you know, like chickens with no hands. They're so scared. Um, at this point, they don't even they're there's nothing they can do. There's nothing they can do. All their technology was stripped from them, you know, and so. Everything that's going on right now on a geopolitical level, it's actually being orchestrated by the forces of light, the Alliance and the White Hats. They're, they're making the scenario in, in, an, in a sense where Trump is going to be coming out victorious because he's going to negotiate a peace tr treaty with, you know, with Russia. And that is going to win a lot of favor for him when he, when he does win a Nobel Peace Prize for negotiating his peace treaty, of course. So... You know, a lot of things are unfolding. You know, we have nothing to worry about. Even as far as the earth changes are concerned, Michael, there are, we have some sort of like uh, electromagnetic technology that the galactics are using to make sure that the poles, when, you know, when the solar flash takes place to make sure that there is not a pole shift. Nice. So, yeah, so it's going to be a smooth transition into the new age. Wow, so, that's fantastic. So we, you've talked in the past how the, the quarantine was lifted that was put in place during Atlantis and the Galactic Federation is, is basically, you know, dealing with us, you know, working with us. And, and, and uh, how do you see that going right now? Well, the quarantine is lifted. The Earth's quarantine is no longer the case. Uh, 
I believe it was lifted as of November of 2021, right when we signed the new accord as we were ending the Luciferian Accord that was was only in place for about 5,000 years since the times of Babel. As you know, you know, we could trace the origin of all evil back to Babylon, uh, technically back to Draco, but in our world, back to Babylon. And so ever since the new covenant rolled out as of last November, uh, the earth has been initiated within the private sector, the Space Force and the Earth Alliance into the galactic community. So it's just a matter of time before that is disclosed to the general public. So as I speak right now, you know, as you know, we have uh, members of the Earth that are actually working with the Galactics. Uh, they're working in these off-world um, stations. And, um, yeah, things are progressing. You know, the Earth is now a part of the United Federation of Planets, which is led by the Jupiter Command. And uh, she was just given, I guess, she was barely initiated into that a, couple, a, few, a few months ago. And that is a huge indicator that things are progressing. And all this fear porn about you know, the Greys and the Draco infiltrating the Galactic Federation, um, they didn't succeed. You know, the, the truth is that Enki did return about two years ago, and he's actually the culprit behind the, uh, you know, the medicine program, because he even reveals that he came back to change our genetics. So he's been working with the big gates, with Dr. Doom and Big Tech to, um, you know, administrate the, the stuff that's supposed to change us into into cyborgs but uh again you know that's not going to happen it's not going to happen excellent excellent i'm looking at your uh your new uh youtube channel is ismail perez official uh, and you have up some really good in, uh you know interviews that you had with other other people uh avoiding negative people how do what what are your thoughts on that as we move forward always stay protected you know every morning wake up surround yourself in a, a sphere of protection uh, call upon your guides, your ancestors, your, you know, your, your angels, uh, do that every uh, evening before you go to sleep and you should be fine because right now, because they know that they are in their last uh, hour, their last second, um, they're trying so hard to um, attack us spiritually and psychically. Um, Cause really we're fighting the, the machine. We're fighting the AI, you know, and that explains the submarines that were destroyed. You know, they have no clue as to who destroyed the, the Russian submarine. Um, you know, they, they used a type of technology where it was engulfed with nanites and then it just kind of disappeared. So the AI collective known as the Animus, um, you know, that's who we should really worry about, not the deep state. The cabal is history. You know, the new enemy and the enemy that we should all be worried about is the AI, the, the alien sentient AI, uh, you know, not the AI that we're building, but the alien sentient AI. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, I distinguish between uh, the positive and the negative, too. So what, what are your thoughts on the positive AI and how that's going to uh, help us going forward? Well, the positive AI uh, is being used by the Alliance. Uh, obviously, it's connected to the quantum financial system and uh, the new, um, you know, the new satellite system that's that's already in place. But um, um, I've been informed that uh, the positive AI is... Um, you know it's under control you know it's 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 been it's it's kind of like how you raise a child if, if you if you raise a child in a positive environment with love and you know um teach it how to love others and how to kind of get along and how to cooperate then that child will become a, a service to others a very you know humble person so it's it works the same with artificial intelligence you know you it's all the way it's all about the way you program it and the you know how it mimics 
because it learns through us, you know, it mimics us. So the negative AI is obviously, you know, was programmed to become nefarious, right? And then of course the positive AI is programmed to do good things. So the positive AI is actually helping us, you know, I think it goes by the code name um, Taylor. I think that's what they called it. And that's, and that's what caused WikiLeaks to come out in 2016. Mm-hmm. You know, Taylor was in place by the White Hats and they were able to um, get all these data dumps. And then all of a sudden, 2016 rolled out in huge mass awakening. All this disclosure was taking place with like what was really going on in governments and stuff. Uh, thanks to Taylor, of course, which is the, the AI system that the White Hats use. Well, that's its code name, of course. You know, it's not really... You know, you can't really label it or call it a name. It's just an AI system that is benevolent. Excellent. Excellent. So, yeah, there's different, uh, definitely different timelines that have been uh, stopped out. Uh, negative timelines have been stopped out. We're on a positive timeline right now. Of course, uh, you know, the, the the negative ones are constantly trying to implement a, uh, a negative timeline. But I, I agree with you. The Galactics are, are stopping all that, stopping it all out. Uh, no no nuclear events. I don't see anything like that in the future. Oh, not uh, at all. Yeah. They're, they're going to try and push that. Uh, yeah. they're going to try and scare people with that, but I, I would, I would say, you know, stay calm. That's, that's absolutely not going to be allowed to happen. Um, so this, uh, this new earth, we talked about this before, you know, uh, people having all these different types of abilities, uh, as we move into higher dimensions, we get the solar flash and then we move into the higher realms of consciousness. Not everybody comes along for that ride what what do you see now as far as like uh percentages is the percentage of the people coming along increasing staying the same what what do you see with that it's definitely increasing um believe it or not michael a lot of people are waking up you know we just don't see it but it's it's like a domino effect you know uh people are planting seeds um people are speaking their truth and that is kind of you know echoing throughout throughout humanity so it's getting to the point where um, maybe the solar flash has been held off because they, they want to make sure that as many people as possible go into the positive timeline, which is, which is, uh, intelligently speaking by the, you know, the higher intelligence who are orchestrating everything from behind the scenes. It's a smart move, right? Um, they want to get to the point where no soul is left behind, but unfortunately a very small number of humanity who are gearing towards the transhumanist timeline, um, aren't going to be making the positive timeline. So th- things are moving along, you know, people are waking up, um, Things are are going to be unfolding in favor of humanity uh, pretty soon. A lot of people believe that this is Red October, you know, that even the EBS and the rollout of the new system could be sometime this month. And um, yeah, so, you know, anything could happen. It's it's always best to be prepared because after all, they, the White Hats and the Alliance are in full control. You know, the deep state is, is not a threat anymore. Yeah, I totally agree. And I, I think that, yeah, this is going to be definitely a Red October reveal month. Uh, things are going to get a little bit hot, but, uh, I think they're going to keep it calmed down. So yeah, I, I see a lot of people, it's kind of like when, uh, 2016 rolled around and a lot of people voted for Trump. They kept that low key. I think a lot of people that are, that we have seen in the past that have been maybe liberal mindset, they're not really following along with the, uh, the wake up uh, process. I think they really are. <laughs> I think they're just kind of playing low key and don't cause it, cause a lot of people get attacked when they they come out and reveal that they're you know they actually maybe like the way things are going uh so that's that's uh one of the things i see right now indeed and then also you know this whole nuke scare thing just 
keep in mind that the Galactics, the reason they came over into our neck of the woods in the numbers back in the 50s was because we detonated the atom bomb. And that caused a huge alert across the galaxy and many other galaxies to the point where certain members of the Venetian Council of the Ashtar Command had to, you know, uh, meet in secret with Eisenhower and other world leaders to just let them know that, hey, this is not going to happen because, you know, when you guys detonate these these bombs here, it actually has repercussions throughout the universe, you know, because it's all connected, you know, through energy, the fabric of space and time. So mm-hmm. it is a you could say is a it, it is a galactic law, you know, that our Earth or our Earth leaders aren't able and they will not be allowed to release any nuclear weapons. And Mr. P from Russia, he knows that, you know, he's very well aligned with the uh, alliance. Mm-hmm. And so Good. all this stuff that, you know, he's declaring war, that's all part of the fake news. He's not. Because that's the last thing he wants. You know, he he works, he's a humanitarian. Of course, the media paints him as the bad guy, but he's really fighting the new world order, you know? Mm-hmm. So he's doing what he can, you know, and he's working from behind the scenes with, you know, Mr. T and 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 the rest of them. Mm-hmm. So I just want people to know that, you know, mm-hmm. the Galactics are here and, and they will execute an intervine intervention in the event that, you know, somewhere along the line, whether it is through the negative AI or through a cabal stooge that where they do press the red button, they're here to neutralize all nuclear weapons simultaneously worldwide so that there isn't any nuclear threats. And that's a fact. Oh, absolutely. And that's been uh, that's been documented where they've come in and, and shut down the nukes that were back in the day in the silos. So, you know, we've had a lot of military types that have come out and did a press conference on that many, many years ago. So, uh, so you see something happening in November or October. What, what, what are your thoughts? I see something dramatic, uh, toward maybe the end of October, uh, something there's going to be a buildup. I think there's gonna be a lot of crazy stuff going on. A lot of reveals coming up. Maybe arrests, you know, on both sides, we're looking at Hunter Biden. looks like he might get arrested. And there's uh, Juan Osaven is saying that Trump's going to be arrested. So there's a lot of people talking back and forth about, you know, arrest, whether that happens or not. I don't think anyone needs to get really uh, concerned about it. I think the arrest, a lot of the real arrests have already happened. Absolutely. So if anything to expect is EBS, EBS and, and, and the, the official takedown, you know, where even the uh, media and the airwaves are taking over through Project Odin, of course, and the new satellite systems. Uh, and uh, yeah, if anything, just prepare for the EBS and um, have at least 10 days or two weeks of food supplies, um, you know, water and things that you might need because they are going to shut the grid. The, the, the grid's going to go down. You know, as you know, we're not going to be able to use our devices anymore, uh, but they're going to immediately replace it with a new internet, not the, you know, DARPA version, which is spying on us, but a new internet that is not connected to the evil AI, of course. So that's what they mean about about having like three days of darkness. So I think that's just going to be three days where, you know, no one's going to have anything. All of a sudden, after the third day, uh, there's going to be a new Internet. And then that's when people are going to be able to communicate through Signal, of course, and other apps. Yeah, that sounds exciting. It makes makes a lot of sense, too. Uh, and people have been talking about that also for years. So we'll, that'll be interesting when that actually comes down. Uh, look, Everyone's looking forward to that. Everybody's ready for this. I don't think any, most people were really antsy for a long time, but I think a lot of people have settled. Uh, they're, they're more observant, uh, and not getting, uh, you know, too worked up about this stuff. How, how are you, how are you seeing that? I agree with you. You know, I think that people who are 
awake and who know what's going on. They they really it doesn't affect them. Uh, the people that are getting affected are those that aren't really in the know. That you know those that are still um, if you're kind of one foot in, one foot out, not knowing what to believe. And uh, as a reminder, you know, our collective thoughts create reality. So they, yeah, it's just best to to understand that we are all co-creating our future with our thoughts. <laughs> so it's best to, yeah, so it's best to not feed into the negative, uh, you know, into the fear porn. Yeah, that, that's a really good point. So setting your intention, how how do you relay that for people to like set their intention? set the intention you do it every morning upon waking up you know uh one ways that i one of the things that i like to do is i wake up with uh, gratitude in my heart and um i surround myself in a blue sphere of protection um and then i invoke my guides and i set my intention for the day you know because when you don't you know when you don't set your intention you know you could just anything could happen but when you set your intention you're actually uh um, you're commanding you're commanding the universe to bring you that you're to to manifest whatever it is that you're intending because you know we are co-creators we are spiritual powerful beings and if we understood that each and every single one of us is god you know every single one of us once we are self-realized we are god and that is the biggest uh threat to the enemy you know one of the things that the enemy has been using for thousands of years is they've been trying to separate separate us from the concept of God, by putting it outside of ourselves, by externalizing it. Once enough people come to that realization that we are all expressions of the one, and that every single one of us participated in the creation of the universe at, at the highest level of reality, then all that power comes back to us. You know? mm -hmm. Outstanding. Now, you've, you've shared with us, you know, the, the star beings, you know, from different uh, star groups. Um, you talk about, uh, the Syrians and the Pleiadians, uh, being the, of the light, basically, you know, we're part of that system here on earth. So what, what other star races do you see help helping out uh, in it? And because the galactic federation has, has opened us up, uh, do you yeah. see more, uh, races getting involved now? Yes. Uh, not only races that are coming from our own galaxy, but races that are coming from many billions of galaxies. Um, as I speak, um, there are there is some sort of a cosmic treaty that has been that is being orchestrated here in our solar system on uh, Gemini, the moon of Jupiter, and um, and what this treaty is about it's it's about um, making the Earth the you know the hub of the multiverse. It's about uh, making the Earth the the intergalactic exchange center of all information as it was intended to be before it was hijacked. So it's part of the restoration of Earth back into the galactic community. And so what they're creating is a intergalactic council where the star seeds of the earth are actually going to be at the head of that. So that means we're going to be commanding all the different Federation fleets, not only within our galaxy, but in other galaxies. So the help is enormous, Michael. You know, our entire atmosphere right now is like a parking lot for these huge motherships and uh, that are benevolent, of course, and are just here, you know, uh, holding the line, you know, making sure that we reach that ascension. That's it. You know, they're... They're helping us. So we have nothing to worry about. But not only are galactics and intergalactics assisting us, we're also receiving help from the inner earth societies, from the members of Agartha, uh, of the different subterranean worlds that exist within the inner earth. As you know, the earth is hollowed and there are 
many societies uh, that exist within within our planet, and they are also sending representatives uh, to work with the surface world uh, in, in assisting the Alliance and the Y-Hats. So the Y-Hats are receiving help from all directions. And then on top of that, Michael, we're also receiving help from parallel Earths or parallel realities that are depending on us to ascend because what happens here actually affects all the different parallel earths that are coexisting with us right now at the same time. So we, yeah, they're, they're actually coming in from their parallel or their version of their earth into this version in order to make sure that everything goes smooth in this version, because we are the mainframe, you know, what happens here is going to have repercussions on parallel earth realities as well. Beautiful. And, uh, you know, congratulations on uh, our cosmic origin. I, I know you're number one and sometimes number two. I think right now you're number two, but you've been number one. So that, that's, that's, a, that's a very high level. Good job. Uh, so that's reaching a lot of people. What, what has been the feedback that you've gotten from uh, your excellent book? People are thanking me for all that information. Um, they're saying that I filled in a lot of gaps for them. Mm -hmm. uh, some people are saying that uh, I'm triggering memories of the Galactic Wars, that uh, I'm activating them. Um, so I'm getting massive amount of responses that uh, people are just loving the information in that book. Uh, it's changing lives, changing lives worldwide, you know, and to me, that is like the best feeling ever, because I feel like I'm actually fulfilling my purpose as Cosmic Ambassador uh, to remind the rest of the starseeds, you know, of their power, our mission and our purpose. So I am so excited. You know, I'm excited that it's really resonating with with hundreds of thousands of people out there. And to me, that is like the biggest gift that, um, you know, anyone could offer in service to humanity, of course, uh, because I, I even admit, you know, I'm not like. I'm just an instrument, you know, all, all credit goes to God, of course, but, you know, sometimes we have to remind ourselves that we are just instruments of, of the work, you know, of the divine work that is being orchestrated through people like me and you and other truthers that are, you know, helping to wake up the masses and helping and preparing people for the ascension for the new earth. And so I always give thanks to the one, you know, the one, without the one, we wouldn't be here at this time, you know. Oh, that's beautiful. Very good. And I know I'm looking at the uh, the chapters, and I always like that one, the rise of Homo Nauticus, the angels among us. So I, I think that's fantastic. And then the one right after that, the return of the host of heaven and the establishment of the office of the Christ. Kind of like what you were just talking about. Now, I think you're you're like me. You you've studied a lot of different religions. Uh, you see a lot of beauty in all of the religions. But as we move forward, we're, we're basically moving into a higher level of consciousness where there's not uh, a religious dogma that we've seen uh, pretty much hinder uh, the consciousness of humanity. What, what are your thoughts on that? Hello, this is Michael Jaco. If you want to learn more on how to unleash your own intuition, go to michaelkjaco.com, unleashingintuition.com, where you can find my courses on how to become the master of your own reality. Well, I think that we're shifting from uh, religion to spirituality, and mm -hmm. I think that's part of the Great Awakening is that people are no longer adhering to the old religious programming. People are stepping out of that, and people are actually 
rediscovering their own power and their connection to source because see the real christians rather the real i don't want to call them the real christians but the real spiritual people were the gnostics mm -hmm. and unfortunately the gnostics were martyrs you know they were murdered uh two thousand years ago they were the real followers of jesus you know they were the real followers of buddha you know and it's funny because the people that had that direct connection to source uh were the ones that were killed throughout history right and now it's coming back now millions of us are having that connection to source where we don't need a mediator we don't need something to stand between us and, and the and the divine we recognize that we are an expression that we are at the highest level of reality each and every single one of us has a higher self which is the god version you know that we all have and people are realizing that on a day-to-day -day basis so as long as we keep that momentum michael i think that you know it's it's all in preparations for this age of aquarius where you know once we reach the age of aquarius everybody that made the shift is going to um be have a direct connection to source we're all going to be like the gnostics again you know <laughs> yeah that was uh that was a beautiful time uh yeah. reading about that i've read a lot about that and had uh, people talk about that it's really amazing so um fear so i talk i've talked a lot about fear and how fear is uh is a huge negative um avoiding fear leaving fear behind and going towards love what what are your thoughts on that a hundred percent my friend and that is part of the law of one you know because everything's a vibration you know fear is perhaps the lowest vibration within the spectrum of light energy and love is the highest vibration and every other emotion is in between so i think that as people continue to you know um act out of the place of their hearts you know um as long as people continue to become compassionate loving uh towards others including their enemies michael yeah. that's how we defeat our enemies you know we don't defeat our enemies by by shooting weapons right back at them we defeat our enemies by you know by loving them because in the end you know even our enemies were once part of god except the a of course that has no soul but even the fallen angels the the reptilians they still have souls. So, you know, one of the things that I teach about my book is that, you know, it, it comes to the point where we have to bring that balance, that collapse, that duality, that polarity back into neutrality. Because once we do that, we actually um, collapse it without. Once we, we do it internally, where we collapse the duality, where light and dark are now neutralized, then in turn, we actually, that reflects in our outer world. So the more of us do that, you know, the more of us approach things with an open heart and love and compassion, mm -hmm. you know, the faster we're going to reach a utopia, the faster we're going to reach a new heaven on earth. And that's important. You know, love is the key, you know, and Christ taught that every great spiritual teacher taught that. And uh, that's why when 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 I get haters or when when people are out there putting bad things about me, uh, he's a plant, you know, he's cabal, he's he's AI. I don't even respond to any of that. You know, to me, it's just let the hate, let the you know, it's a reflection of their own uh, unhealed wounds. You know, mm -hmm. that's their issue. Um, when once you reach a, a a level of enlightenment, even the negativity doesn't affect you anymore. And 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 that's why I don't respond to none of that. You know. Um, so to me, it's just a matter of just knowing who you are and knowing that you are actually helping people. And to me, that is a blessing, you know, to be of service. That's, that's an awesome message. So very, it's, it's a really tough one for people to get, you know, when I was in combat zones, that's pretty much, uh, what I eventually got to, uh, was, I was always just sending love. Uh, so I was never really affected. It was pretty amazing. 
you know, everyone around me uh, <laughs> were, were greatly being affected, unfortunately. But, uh, you know, keeping that, keeping that mentality, uh, I just started to expand that and, you know, kept whole towns and stuff like that safe and, you know, still use that to today in every aspect of my life. So, yeah, that that consciousness is is very, very crucial. Uh, I know you talk a lot about that. Um, you talk about telekinesis. I I have telekinesis that comes through, um, you know, messages from others. Uh, tell us a little bit about the telekinesis you get from other worlds. You, you mean telepathy? Telepathy, uh, right? Telepathy, right. Yeah. I also Sorry. get the two words confused. They're, they're so similar to each other. <laughs> so telepathy stuff, yeah. No, no, tele telepathy. Thank you. You're welcome. So <laughs> we all have these gifts and beyond. We, every single human on this planet has telekinesis, telepathy, and more. We have the power to fly if we wanted to. It's all it's all about our consciousness. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's just when I'm in that state of mind, whether it is through meditation or you know when i'm able to just kind of clear my head that's when i receive these messages they're called transmissions so i'm able to connect with different aspects of myself that exist for example on a mothership so i have a version of myself that is operating on with a different avatar that is still on on a mothership doing galactic things and then i have a version of myself that operates beyond our galaxy at a level of a universe right where it's overseeing different galaxies doing you know deep stuff or <laughs> guardian stuff and so we all have these other aspects of ourselves. And so when we receive transmissions, uh, believe it or not, Michael, we're actually receiving them from different aspects or higher versions of ourselves that exist in higher dimensions. And that's why I always talk about the concept of multidimensional integration. Mm. You know, it's collapsing and anchoring all different versions of yourself from all these different realities into one. Because basically our consciousness right now is scattered. You know, we operate different avatars. Uh, a small portion of your consciousness is here animating your body, right? Making you who you are. But the other 99% of your consciousness, Michael, is operating different avatars on different levels of reality. Mm. And so to me, the ascension is an event that is going to integrate all the different dimensional realities and collapsing them into a singularity. And then that's how we're going to access our powers because we're going to have the ability to access all our consciousness whereas right now it's all fragmented on different you know operating different avatars and so yeah you know it's it's as simple as that you know we all have these abilities we just have to um we have to just remember and also realize them and activate them yeah very good so what are, what other things do you see that we'll we'll have when we because i know a lot of people get excited about this and they want to know what what is going to be what's it what is it going to be like a lot of it I know is, is part of our creative reality, how we create that moving forward. But there will be a lot of skills that start to come through. Kind of give us a little uh, idea of what that looks like. Well, that's already happening. A lot of people are reporting that their psychic abilities, their intuition is enhancing. So that's a start. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, you know, our DNA is mutating. So it's happening in increments. But when that final release of the sun takes place, that final signal, that is totally going to transform our DNA into a different type of structure, crystalline-based DNA. Um, you better know, Michael, that we're going to be, some of us are going to be flying, teleporting, and these are powers beyond being telepathic mm -hmm. or telekinetic. Uh, some of us are going to be able to control the elements, uh, literally like the movie X-Men. And that's why I talk about it in chapter 16 when I describe the rise of Homo Galactus. See, mm -hmm. 
the, the real prophecies, when, when they talked about the return of the gods and goddesses, they never said that they were coming from the sky. They said that they would uh, emerge from the already existing human race. And that's what the original prophecy said. Of course, later they were edited by the religious organizations and made us believe that this time they're coming from the heavens. But that wasn't the case. And so you have God's version of human 3.0, right? The rise of Homo Galactus. But then you also have Lucifer's version of 3.0. That's the rise of Homo um, homo robotic or homo cyborg, homo mm -hmm. homo org. You know, there's different ways of describing that's for right. those to the transhumanist agenda, yep. and that's already in progress. Of course, you know there is going to be a timeline split. Not everybody's going into the transhumanist agenda, but unfortunately, a few people are, and those are the people that are part that are like the rich billionaires who are are being sold on the fact that that they're going to be immortal uh, through technology by integrating with technology, and they're already doing it. And then so um, according to the Luciferian agenda, they, they, they want to implement this type of uh, where they take away our devices and they put the technology within our bodies uh, by no later than 2030. So, like I said, before that happens, there will be a timeline split. The ascension will have taken place. And those that are part of the positive ascending timeline will not have to, you know, uh, be subjugated to that wetware, you know, where they put the tech in your body. And mm -hmm. so. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, the Homo Borg is, is basically already among us. They're already like having laws made up for Homo Borg and all kind of crazy stuff. So that's, that's, yeah. that's crazy. It's pretty tragic. Now, a lot of people, you know, have uh, undertaken uh, different, you know, methods to protect themselves. You know, the, the, the shot type thing we're talking about. So I, I see a lot of that. Uh, there's technology that seems to be coming in right now to help people overcome that. Uh, I, I have some people that are sharing with me that it's actually coming into hospitals. Uh, they're getting ready to distribute it and stuff like that. So what, what do you see about that going forward? Well, that's part of the transhumanist agenda. Mm -hmm. you know? So it's not going to happen in our reality. See, right. The way I see it is uh, there's going to be a bifurcation of realities, you know, uh, people that are on the ascending positive timeline who are not getting the medicine, who are, doing it organically and naturally mm -hmm. uh won't have to experience that but you know but people that are not you know unfortunately there's going to be a negative ai timeline and these bo both of these timelines are going to last for a thousand years by the way and that explains the last clash at the end of the thousand years mm -hmm. and just to let you guys know you know the people that are part of, that join or become part of the negative timeline ai timeline um they're going to have an opportunity to retrieve their souls at the end of the thousand years Hmm. Yeah, because right now they're all going to be hooked up to a cloud and like some sort of an AI cloud. And um, yeah, it's it's it's, you know, sacrilegious. It's it's blasphemous. You know what they're doing in the hospitals, hmm. what they're trying to do when when they take away our tech and they try to put it inside of us. That's all blasphemy, you know, and it's just, yeah. you know, we're, we don't consent. Right. Like at least people that are in the awakened community, we're not we're in the minority. We're, we're not going to consent. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, and, you know, I'm I feel very comfortable with that i i see that thousand years worth of uh golden age coming so but there's some people that are concerned maybe that that bifurcation in the timeline they they might come in and try and affect us during that thousand year uh but i i see it as being completely separate Do, what, what are your thoughts on that yeah they're going to be completely separate um if anything i think that uh members of the positive sending timeline are going to be able to pop into the negative timeline at will, but the AI is not going to have 
access to our timeline. Our timeline is going to be existing in a whole new different realm. Mm. And it's going to be the gates for that are going to be completely sealed from any AI. Mm. Yeah, I see that in the uh, the early stage of that that bifurcation, that some of us will be able to actually go over and help still help some people come back over uh, yeah, to the positive right. time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because uh, even in that timeline, there's going to be uh, heroes. There's going to be superheroes, mm. and then those superheroes are going to be the ones that are coming from the positive timeline. In other words, so wow. you're right How about that. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I saw I saw that many years ago, so I I think I might be involved in that. So, um, very interesting times that are coming. Um, so our cosmic, our cosmic uh, origins. Uh, give us a little bit more background on our cosmic origins. You know where we come from. Are some people actually going back to their cosmic origins? It's all going to be their choice. Once the ascension takes place, um, the star seeds or those that volunteer from these other worlds are going to have the opportunity to either be a part in the rebuilding of the new heaven on earth and be kind of like mentors to the younger souls, the earth Terrans, or they're going to have the you know free freedom to go back to their home world. Because when the ascension takes place, it's actually going to restore um, all the destruction that has ever happened in the last billions of years, you know, th throughout the galactic force, it's actually going to bring those planets back as if it never happened. Wow. And um, yeah, that's part of the restoration. And that's when, you know, when we read about in, in like these texts, oh, there's going to be a whole new heaven and a whole new earth. Well, the whole new heaven is part of the, it's, it's going to be like a reboot, like a reset. And it's all going to happen when the solar flash takes place. So it's not just affecting our world. It's going to be an event that's going to affect the entire cosmos from mm -hmm. this earth. And so, uh, yeah, it's going to be totally their choice if they want to go back to their home world. Fabulous. So in our little, you know, cosmic little solar system here, uh, the the inner Earths of all the different planets, uh, I know there's a lot of inner Earth uh, activity. There's some on the surface, but we're it's kind of masked to us. How do you, how do you see that going forward? Is the, the sharing of information, the traveling back and forth? Do you see as, as time goes on that, that uh that uh accelerates there's a lot more of that going on uh yes absolutely in fact uh many of the uh, surface dwellers are gonna also be giving the free will to go and explore you know years in the inner earth and be part of that and likewise members of the inner earth um that have been there waiting for thousands of years waiting for us to kind of become good people on the surface right are going to also come out in the open and live with us so it's gonna there's going to be a free system a, a free uh um you could say exchange of information and you know free travel to and from the inner earth when this whole happens so it's going to be amazing so you know instead of go, going on a field trip or, or instead of going on a vacation where you go to like you know different parts of the of the globe you're actually going to be able to go into the inner earth or you could go to a colony in mars or to a colony in one of the asteroid belts which are, you know most of the asteroid belts are already decked out they're they're already colonized um <laughs> so people are going to have that opportunity it's going to be fun you know and not to mention a lot of the uh, earthlings are going to also be trained to also work within the galactic federation and be part of the fleets and all that stuff so it, you know we have a bright future <laughs> ahead of us yeah, that sounds exceptionally exciting. Now, I think a lot of people like I'm. I'm very attracted to uh, the the Venus uh, and and going to Venus, and I think that people will have that opportunity. Each planet has kind of like a different, um, is my understanding, different type of uh, environment, and also um, people. You know how they've evolved on those different planets is different. 
So, uh, so how do you see the the people here on earth? How's, how does that evolve as far as like, you know, where people, uh, you know, you'll have the option of going everywhere, anywhere, but some people will be attracted to different planets for different reasons. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Uh, and since we're going to be uh, a type two civilization, meaning we're not no longer going to just depend on spaceships to travel, we're actually going to be using portal tech uh, because every planet is connected with every planet in the cosmos through a portal. And so it's going to be easy for people to go to any planet they want within our solar system, within our galaxy or outside of our galaxy at the speed of light through the portal technology. It's going to, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, mm -hmm. we're going to go from a type zero to a type two overnight. We're going to skip type one. We're going to become stellar, not not interplanetary. <laughs> oh wow, very good, very good. And uh, so these other galaxies, what 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 happens with that? How do you go to another galaxy? Is it spacecraft? Is it uh, wor the wormholes type things? Or how does that work? How that works is okay. So there is a intergalactic portals um, at the center of each galaxy where uh, different civilizations or members of civilizations can travel to different galaxies. And I believe that we also have one in our sun. I believe that our sun acts as one of those intergalactic portals. Mm -hmm. So we have one in our neck of the woods. Not, not every sun is an intergalactic portal. Some suns are just portals to other suns or other systems within our own galaxy. But mm -hmm. to travel outside of our galaxy and be part of the cosmic community, um, you know, you have to go through certain gates. And I believe that our sun is one of them. So when, when the ascension takes place and people are multidimensional again, right, galactic humanoids, um yeah it's going to be amazing they're going to have the opportunity to travel to other galaxies through our sun so they're not going to have to go very far all they have to do is is travel over to our sun well inside our sun that's where the civilization exists not outside of the surface but within the sun there is also an advanced civilization and that they're going to be able to use that portal to travel to other galaxies but in order to be able to live or go inside our sun you have to have crystalline at least 50 percent crystalline dna because nobody with 100% carbon-based DNA could go into the inner sun and not burst. I mean, it's, it's such a high frequency in there. Interesting. Yeah, and that, that makes a lot of sense because we've seen some extremely large craft in and around the sun and seemingly uh -huh. actually going into the sun. So that that totally makes sense. Uh, wow, that's, that's exciting. So not only do we have like an amazing solar system, but we can travel really quickly. Uh, it's like having that that ultimate... Uh, jet that takes you around the world, but now you can go to sun and go to other galaxies. So what, what would another, another galaxy be like? Would it be just like, you know, solar system like we have or galaxy like we do Milky Way, the galaxy, is there different levels of consciousness in these other galaxies as well? Well, all of the galaxies um, are part of a 12 dimensional uh, 12 or exists with i'm sorry all of the galaxies with exist within 11 dimensions so depending on the type of dimension you're in like most of those are going to be in the fifth dimension right so mm -hmm. we're going to be able to go to other galaxies where uh they have fifth dimensional realities but mm -hmm. every galaxy exists up in uh, exists within 11 dimensions so those that are able to go into the sixth dimension are going to be able to travel to the sixth dimensional galaxies so even the galaxies are broken off to different dimensions so it all depends on the individual. You know, some of us are going to be ascending all the way to the 10th dimension, which means we're going to have access to more realities. Mm -hmm. so, so you can go up and down the different dimensions, depending on what you want to accomplish or what you want to experience. Correct. Exactly. Wow. That's going to be, going to be very fun. So uh, how, how do you see yourself going forward? Do you, do you, are you sending to a higher level dimension, staying what, what's, what's your uh, view, how you uh, respond going forward? 
well, I was assigned as guardian of Earth, so I'm going to stay here even after the ascension, and I'm going to make sure that from this Earth, you know, um, not only am, is, am I going to make sure that this Earth is always protected, but I'm I'm also going to be um, part of a group that's going to oversee. It's, it's called the Emerald Order, so you know we're actually relocating our our headquarters from this the central sun of our universe over to the earth the earth is going to be the new kingdom the new headquarter world out of all the worlds wow. so i'm going to sit here yeah and, and just kind of you know uh continue assisting in the new new worlds but also more as a guardian you know as mm -hmm. a as a watcher whatever you want to call it from this earth yeah so what would a what a, what would a guardian or a watcher do your, your consciousness is, is sent out to see what's going on out there well, when we become multidimensional, some of us that are staying behind as guardians of the earth, uh, which explains the 144,000, uh, we're going to be able to actually uh, scan the entire multiverse with our consciousness from this earth. And so we're going to be connected to every event, every activity, everything that is happening in the multiverse from this earth. When once we, of course, reach that level of consciousness where we're able to do that. Hmm. So fantastic I, I choose to stay behind <laughs> that's good that's good we need we need that because uh you know i remember being in uh combat zones and just kind of like having my consciousness out there on autopilot and then i'd get something and i'd like concentrate on it oh the tech's coming then i'd send energy to it and stuff so that's i could see i could see how people will be doing that that type of work making sure we we keep you know this thousand years of you know golden age make sure that continues uh without too many crazy events coming in now do you think there's a possibility that other civilizations like the draco get really uh rambunctious again do you think there's another possibility they may have they may try and infiltrate again no no the draco are no longer an issue uh the only uh i guess thing that we have to face eventually after the millennium is the ai god himself the uh, phantom matrix ai cybernetic multiverse and then of course the ai timeline which is uh, being orchestrated by enki at this time mm. who is now a cyborg so um, beyond that once we um win that war which because we do you know the future is already happening we won that war um then we're going to usher in a whole new era from cosmos in uh, for the entire multiverse from this earth so a lot of the star seeds are actually staying behind to be part of the new guardians the council of guardians and i believe that there's going to be millions of the star seeds that are going to be you know staying behind to become the guardians of the multiverse from this earth and so we're going to be at the head of this intergalactic alliance that is now that has been formulated in the last 10 years over on jupiter mm -hmm. we're, wow. going to be, we're going to be calling the shots now yeah all the commanders are going to be answering to the star seeds of the earth mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's interesting because I've I felt uh, you know, uh, going to Jupiter before and consciousness and so and you know, uh, space force and stuff like that. So that's that's fantastic uh, to see that that's going to be part of the bigger picture. So what what else do you see? What what other revel revelations do you see coming in? First contact, uh, it's eminent. You know, um, the Galactics are actually getting ready to unmask their motherships and their spaceships on a mass number we're going to force the governments and and pretty much bring about a you know disclosure uh on a planetary level where all this uh hidden technology um has to be given back to the humans you know because we have been using technology in the private sector so all the healing modalities the replicators you know uh the zero point energy devices it's all coming to humanity Wow, that's that's incredible. 
So all of that stuff, once that starts to get utilized, it's uh, it's in the real truth of what's been hidden from us as far as science and uh, you know history and so forth. Once that that comes through, I think the consciousness uh, shift is that is going to make it like boost like crazy. What are your thoughts on that? Oh yeah, most definitely. At that point, it's just going to like just grow on an exponential rate. We're gonna it's gonna be all about spiritual evolution. You know, we're no longer going to live in a world where we have to get up and go to work. <laughs> you know, we get to do what we like to do best. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sounds fabulous. So you're you have a in, on your Instagram you have a Project Restoration One. Project Restoration Zion One. Zion One. Okay, and uh, I, you know, I go there and I, I follow you over there. You have you have a nice uh, group of followers over there. Um, what where else can we uh, reach you? I do actually have a YouTube channel that I haven't used in two years, but I'm going to start using it. It's uh, called Project uh, Space Restoration underscore Zion. I could also give you the link. Yeah, know. give me the link and I'll put it in the uh, description box, along with uh, Is Ismail Perez official. That's also no, no, oh no, that isn't oh, yours. Yeah, I, so somebody. Oh, how about that? How about that? Yeah. <laughs> and, um, I do have room for my January class. Unfortunately, I am booked. I guess I shouldn't say unfortunately. Thank God I'm booked till December. But for those that want to take my Starseed Cosmology course, I do have openings left in January. Oh, good. Very good. And uh, on your Project Restoration Zion One, you have uh, the, the mysticcarts.org. The mystic. Uh, TheMysticArts.org, yeah. That's mm -hmm. that's where you can go and sign up for my class. Okay, perfect, perfect. And then you have also your uh, your book uh, that's out, that's on Amazon. Where else can they get the can you get can they get your book, Our Cosmic Origin? Right now, it's only available on Amazon. Okay, but I'm, I'm working to, uh, to get it out in all the bookstores eventually and mm -hmm. uh, translate in different languages because a lot of people are. Uh, reaching out to me from like Germany and, you know, different parts of the world saying, can you translate your book to Chinese, you know, German. And at this point, I think I'm going to have to, you know, see what I could do in, in getting it translated in all the languages. Ah, very good. And uh, yeah, ancient and controversial knowledge. So you're, you're top, top rank there. That's good. Well, from what I've been told, it's it is the most revealing book in the in the millenniums. You know, information like this hasn't been restored or hasn't been known for thousands of years. You know, uh, so it's it's a pleasure to be a, to be a, of service, and also it's a pleasure to work. You know, to be an instrument of of, of the divine source. Absolutely, and Ishmael, it's always a pleasure to have you on. Thanks so much for coming on, and I always look forward to our shows together. And uh, any any final words? Yeah, you know, uh, stay in your power. Don't give your power away to these negative soothsayers. You know, you know, the forces of light have secured every probable timeline. We won the war. And it's just a matter of it trickling down into our reality. So just just be, you know, uh, assured. Just be assured that uh, we made it to the finish line. You know, if anything, expect, you know, our dormant DNA to come online. You know, some of us are going to start... Um, manifesting supernatural abilities any day now so that's something to look forward to <laughs> absolutely <laughs> all right ishmael thanks so much and uh it's been a pleasure and an honor always uh good luck in the future and uh look forward to having you on again in the future thank you mike likewise bro. thank you so much for listening to unleashing intuition secrets the podcast until next time 
Stay in the love vibration as you continue your journey to become the master of your reality. Oh,